Welcome back to Tackling the College Life with Mel and Katie. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We love every single one of you, and we're so excited that you are here listening to us today. So thank you, guys. I hope you guys have a great day today. We have a fun episode planned, and we're actually having a guest on. It's our first guest in a while, yeah. actually. But before we dive into this episode, we got to give some updates. About our lives. Yeah. So, Katie, I'll, I'll let you start. So I recently just came back from New York, and it was such a great experience. I definitely recommend going to the East Coast if you have the opportunity. Was um, it hot? It was a little hot. Okay. Yeah, but like honestly, I'd take but anything. Over, <laughs> anything. Over Dude, over it's here. so hot here in Arizona right now. It's like over 110, like literally. Every day. Insane. Every day it's over 110. It's insane, guys. I'm like hot in my car. I'm about to die in my freaking car. Yeah. So going to New York was nice because I definitely got a break from all that. I realized New York may not be my, you know, you ideal see? place to live, right? But really? I would probably live there for like one or two years because it's just a little dirty and like some people there are just weird. It's an experience, freaky. but yeah, you, you don't, it's an experience. I don't think you want to like have a family there, you know? No, I would never have a family there. No. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're back because girl, I'm I needed you. <laughs> I mean, I'm going through some stuff right now it's personal and I hope one day I can talk about it but right now it's too soon to dive into that but the biggest thing I wanted to like let you guys know is make sure you keep your friends close no matter what family's everything friends are everything and they will be by your side forever they will never leave you those are people you need to check up on and just be there for I'm so glad I surround myself with people that are just like me who if they need someone they're there and I'm so grateful for them including Katie plus friend. Oh my gosh, A plus plus plus. <laughs> Don't worry about me guys. I'm doing okay. I will get through it. Jeez, Change is hard. I, I do. This is like, you should have saw me. <laughs> you should have saw me too. She seems a lot better. Um, But yeah, so other than that, it's freaking Leo season. My birthday is coming up. You know, it's, it's a mm-hmm. time for a change, for a new beginning. A new Melanie Murphy. Before I introduce our guest, I do want to give a big trigger warning because the last thing we want to do is have someone upset over an episode. I don't know. We're just trying to help people. We're not trying to do the opposite. So if you have any triggers about eating and eating disorders or mental health in general, sports that have hurt you in the past, I don't know. Anything like that, maybe this episode isn't for you. Or just be cautious before. Yeah, be cautious. If you did go through this, it might be nice to know like you're not alone. Or if you're going through this, it might help. Or if your friend's going through this, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm just so glad that we can share her story and be able to talk about it. So I want to introduce my sister. She was actually on podcast a long time ago. What was it? Last season. I feel like she was like in her moment at the time. But anyways, Natalie. Welcome! Thanks guys. So my name's Natalie. I'm gonna be a senior. I did gymnastics for about like eight years. Did cheer for like five years before that. Used to do dance. So I've always been like in sports. Recently quit. So it has been a huge change, but it's been really nice and I've been so relaxed. No, it was crazy. I remember seeing her like even the summer, she'd be up early and like going to gymnastics. She'd always have to be doing something, right? Yeah. On her days off, she'd even go and work out. It was crazy. Yeah, big on the gym, but it's a lot better now because like I can do what I want. So I started getting pretty serious about gymnastics around two years ago when I was like 14. 14 years old. That's crazy. 
yeah i started looking up like what olympians ate and stuff because mm -hmm. i wanted to be like them did you want to be in the olympics no i didn't but i wanted to be like them you wanted to be like them yeah i've always wanted to do college gymnastics but the olympics were, like wasn't really my thing so when you were looking these things up did you see any major differences with what you were doing and what they were doing and like how did that and how often were you looking them up i thought it was pretty interesting on what they were eating because they were eating like really clean the website lies a lot so they would say like for breakfast they would have like oatmeal for lunch they would have like chicken and rice and for dinner they'd have like salmon so they wouldn't put like snacks in between yeah because like they didn't think someone would take it too seriously but i took it pretty seriously so i cut out like all sugar all like carb but then it started getting to a point where i got like she was a eating, perfectionist like, kind of and i didn't want any sugar at all you would still see like those people online eating like a cookie and stuff but you still wouldn't i guess i thought if i didn't i'd become better than everyone Okay. Okay. Because like I thought my gymnastics would be better, I thought my body would look better, but it actually got worse. My it's gymnastics something got that worse. you had control over. Yeah. What was the lowest like amount of calories you would eat? I can't remember because it got really bad like two, three years ago. So it was kind of a while ago. Obviously it lasted for a while, but when it was really bad, like 800. 800 calories and five hours. Of but I would work out all the time. Yeah. And you wouldn't eat. You you wouldn't I, eat that much. I would try not to. Yeah. Wow. I remember on vacation with you, like you would literally refuse. Yeah. To eat anything other than like a salad or something that was so plain. Yeah. And then we kind of started getting nervous, right? I think that's when like our parents like came in and was like, "Hey, like you need to be eating more. You're an athlete, right? Mm -hmm. Like." If you're a freaking athlete, you gotta be eating. Like all those websites, they, they just didn't eat. Cause I know, like, I read something how Michael Phelps eats like six full meals a day or something. But these other yeah, like, athletes, have any... like, did they just say, like, oh, I don't eat that much or oh, I just protein or like. It wouldn't say what they always ate. Like, it would kind of say they eat clean, but I'm sure they have like little snacks or like little treats, but they wouldn't. Mm. Like, it never said that. So, so you took it to like an extreme yeah. level. How did that affect your mental health at the time? Well, well, at the time I was like all in but obviously there were days where I would like be super tired just outworking myself to the extreme because mm -hmm. the workouts were like insane I don't even want to get in the workouts because I even think those are insane I would always be like annoyed like more than I am now <laughs> and I would always be sad it just like it would take over my head and you didn't really have many friends other than in gymnastics I lost a lot of friends yeah like I had my gymnastics friends but like they didn't understand she would go to birthday parties yeah I would go to not eat pizza and not eat the cake yeah but it was not because i was trying to be healthy it was because of the yeah it was because like it was a fear yeah like i would have like panic attacks if i like ate it or something yeah. i had a panic attack one time because i thought i binged but it wasn't a binge i had like two um cliff bars and like a protein bar because i hadn't like eaten all day and i like started like panic so i went to my room called my dad he like calmed me down that's so sad wow that's crazy i'll say another story so when i had a fear of, like sugar and stuff dad used the taco seasoning yeah and there's like 0.5 grams of sugar in it and I started crying oh my god because I was like dad I told you I don't want the seasoning in it okay so I'm like her sister and all this right and I like see her go through this and at the time I was like half and half I was like one half what the hell I don't know how she's doing this this is insane I would never be able to do this mm -hmm. so for me it's more like wow she's so self-disciplined she wants this she's going after what she wants and then it became she's literally 14 years old yeah she's gonna regret not letting herself have these little moments when life is so short especially since your body doesn't even it doesn't really even matter it's not worth 
all of that stress and goodness that's like actual hell right there what you mentioned how people were almost like congratulating you yeah did you feel like that was also a thing where i was about to talk about that yeah pride like my coaches would always compliment on how like strong i looked because i've always been born like strong like lean yeah one of my coaches actually did notice something i like remember doing like a back handspring on the beam but i like fell on my head (laughs) like my arms like gave out i like started crying and she like came over and she was like is this about the back handspring or is this like a bigger issue that actually helped me a lot because I just wanted somebody to notice mm. and like say go eat something because she told me go eat something. It kind of just put a perspective on me like I can't be doing this. This isn't good for me. My gymnastics is getting worse because I'm not eating. So when did you get to the point of you ate more but you still were not letting yourself have any sugar? Well, when you don't eat for a long time, you want to eat a lot because your body lacks that nutrition, like lacks the food. So I would like, if I thought something was healthy, I'd eat a bunch of it. I still had the fear of sugar. I still had the fears. So I wasn't completely normal parents thought I was fine because I was eating enough and I, I was like I could function and stuff I still had those like mental problems but that fear of that bad relationship with food you know is still not something that's normal yeah mm. and I remember even it was a touchy subject like for my parents and even like me when she would eat so like sometimes on birthdays like I'd be like Natalie this year I want you to like eat my cake and she'll be like I don't want your cake like I you know I don't want to eat your cake and I was like I take it personally but she was going through something at the time or like if anyone brought up what she was eating she would get like very defensive angry be like why does everyone talk about what i eat like can you just leave me alone you'd have to call parents or i mean you have i to didn't tell parents, like the attention yeah you'd have to tell parents like can she bring and her own like dinner to sleep over obviously those parents would be like why don't you just eat my food like you know even at seeing my parents like they knew something was wrong but that's like, how do you deal with part. that my dad know? definitely helped because your dad's a a dietitian. He like, definitely helped a lot. Yeah, I mean, he, like, made food that she would eat just so she would eat. Yeah. Because like, if awesome. he didn't make food, she wouldn't eat it. I mean, I think you might have, like, just found a recipe on your own, but, like, a lot of the dinners you wouldn't eat other than, like, the main healthy portion. Mm-hmm. My mom was there for me, too. Like, she would definitely help me a lot, but dad really stepped in because I think just having that calm, like, he was really calm about it because I was in a state where I was, like, so obsessive over it, and he was just like, like, it's just food. You can eat whatever you want. You can have whatever you want nothing's gonna change he was just so calm about it mm-hmm. that i think i needed that because i was so stressed over it all the time it was like in a different headspace a i think i need you yeah. like wow so i think i kind of jumped out of it for a little i'm actually not quite sure how it got better i think i just got so overworked i was like i can't do this anymore but it did eventually get better i remember it was so funny because i moved into college right and she pretty much had this struggle literally until i moved to college and then i go to college right when i see my dad a month later i was like asking him questions right like how's life over there you know <laughs> i was like so how's everyone doing it's like yeah N- natalie she quit gymnastics i'm like oh wow i'm like how's she doing she's like she's eating chocolate <laughs> she's eating dessert i was like what i was literally like you're kidding me there's right no now. way I leave and this huge change occurs. Like, it was so crazy to me that, like, what changed? Was it me? Like, did I have to leave this whole time? No. Like, what got you there? What got you? Yeah, what got you out of it? Was it leaving the gymnastics world? Honestly, I do think it was I got injured and then I got COVID and then got my wisdom teeth out. So I was out for a while. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, it was so freeing not being in the gym. And I think I just lost my love for it. And that's why it felt freeing. Because a couple years ago, I would be like, no, I gotta get back in the gym. Like, I'd be sad about it. But this time I was like kind of happy. And it was this is so nice. Like, you were so into gym where she would literally leave halfway through school to go to gymnastics. 
gymnastics practice for five mm-hmm. hours. Like, I remember that. And then do summer school and stuff. You wouldn't really have any friends because... Don't have the time to make friends. The main thing in yeah. high school is, like, classes. lunch and that social time, mm-hmm. right? Even after practice, you're so dead and, like, have to do homework that there's no time to go and hang out with your friends mm-hmm. and even make friends. And, like, now she joined Dive, right? Yeah, last then year. You made friends mm-hmm. that you still hang out with today. Did those friends help you come out of it? I think by that time, I was doing better a little. But meeting new people and, like, actually, like, getting to know people in school definitely helped a lot. I just wanted to feel like a high schooler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I was always leaving early. I was, you never got that experience. I barely talked to anyone. Like, I tried my hardest, but, like, I couldn't ever, like, get that bond. Yeah. And junior year definitely helped a lot. Made more friends. And I think quitting gymnastics mid-year helped with that because I got to actually like, experience things. Like, honestly, I wish I could have since freshman year, but, you know, I was so determined to, like, do gymnastics and things like that. Like, I had different goals. Yeah, but that was, like, who you were, you know? Like, it kind of, like, consumed you, I feel like. And now you have, like, your identity removed, right? No more gymnastics. It's like, what do you do now? And you found a bunch of things to do. Yeah. You found yourself. Like, that's literally everything we talk about on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you go through so <laughs> many stages in your life where you don't know who you freaking are. And it's so scary, but that's, like, the best time in your life but because that's where you changing. find yourself. Yeah, it's constantly like the, changing. The change is fun. You I don't mean, know who you're going to meet tomorrow that'll no. change your life. Like, I'm literally interning for this girl. It's, like, free internship, but I get to go around Scottsdale and, like, record behind-the-scenes footage of her, like, taking photos of bachelorette parties. And she has been literally the sweetest human. She literally came over when I was talking to you about going through a hard time. She just came over and brought me, like, a smoothie. And Aww. she came over and we just talked about everything. She's literally 28 years old, so, like, she's a good 10 years older than me Mm -hmm. but we're literally great friends and she's awesome and like I wouldn't have had that bond if it wasn't for me like going on what LinkedIn yeah like (laughs) reaching out and doing something fun like this Mm -hmm. even so (laughs) like your future as being in college doing gymnastics right and then that future is gone now because you're like you just threw that out the window like it's a whole new future which can be very scary I think I was scared for a while I mean I still am like I still get anxious about it of course yeah um with a dive yeah, I was anxious about it because, like, meeting new people, like, I didn't know anyone. Mm-hmm. I knew none of those people when I joined. But, I mean, like, we had that time to bond over dive, and, like, it was so much fun because, like, most of them didn't know how to do anything. Like, <laughs> okay, that's good. <laughs> Everyone was starting fresh. Yeah. yeah. So it was definitely fun. There weren't too many people on the team, but the people I met, like, were pretty close, so. I think it's huge when you're going through a change, right, to, like, say yes more and do more. Yes. Try new things. Yes. yes. If someone's like, I oh, definitely I regret it. Yeah, I definitely yeah. regret not doing school activities like mm. sports and things like that because that's where you meet. Like, yeah, that's closer where you friends. Meet yeah, I met like so many close friends from doing cross country, even my sustainability club. It's like you meet people through clubs because then you find something that you're like passionate yeah. about. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, that's why they over. have clubs. Like, yeah, you meet new friends. Like, yeah, you can <laughs> you even start a new that. club. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I also do want to add in that I go to the gym a lot, but it's now not to the point where like I feel like I need to work out because I need to burn calories and like lose weight it's actually more of like I want to gain muscle so you have to eat more to gain muscle and I think that that's really healthy for people especially if you're struggling with things like eating disorders because like it gives you something else to like put your mind to but in a positive way yeah so but you have to eat to gain muscle so I do think that's another way if if you're passionate about that yeah you should do I'm guessing now you're eating more yeah yeah I'm doing pretty good I mean I still I still have struggles of course, of course. Body image 
struggle is a struggle every day, but there's definitely good days. The good thing is, is like if I'm having a bad day, I'm not gonna stop that from like me eating. Yeah, because you need to eat. Hundred percent. Everyone needs to eat. Hundred percent. And you need to eat what you want. Like restricting yourself, it's gonna make it worse. Yeah. Like I mean, your dad literally said, like you need to have a good relationship with food. Yeah. Right. It's like you need food to survive. My dad's this huge dietitian, right? Every night he'd be eating this huge thing of ice cream, and that's just who he is. He has what Coke Zero every freaking day. Yeah, it's Coke Zero. <laughs> he, he tells me don't ever drink soda drinks coke zero like every day but it's, that's just yeah that's okay it's, and everyone says yeah. balance and it is good to have balance but what they don't tell you is that everybody has days where they don't eat anything healthy like nobody yes. ever told me that so yeah. i would i would restrict but people do have bad days like like people say cheat days right? yeah like, like every friday what we go out and eat like i get like in and out every friday pretty much it's normal it's normal mm -hmm. Especially in these growing times. Yes, when you're a teenager, like you need this food. Yeah. yeah, we're growing, our brains are growing, our bodies are growing. I definitely matured a lot later because of the working out and the not eating. Yeah. So that's another thing, like, like mentally, physically too. Oh, physically and mentally. Yeah. Like I didn't get my period until I was until this year. It's probably because you weren't eating. Yeah. And that, so, yeah, that's huge. That's another thing that's unhealthy. So I know a lot of people lose their periods when they don't eat. So it's just another reason to like wow. get help if you need it. Yeah. And like try. So when you were at your peak of where you were in this state of mind, your body was obviously showing what your mind was feeling, whatever. How did you feel about yourself? Were you like proud of yourself? Were you always sad about what do you always think you could do better? I know everyone around you was like proud of you said Cheering those things how did that affect you and just how did you feel about yourself in general i was sad a lot because i mean i was still a kid but this thing was controlling me so i was also kind of confused but i just knew i didn't want to eat what i didn't want to eat i was always sad i would stay up late like crying and things like that because like i just wanted to be normal like i just wanted this to go away you probably had like a mild depression for a while yeah also had ocd but i was definitely sad all the time people would congratulate me i'd be like wow they have no idea what i go through obviously i hid that for so it's not their fault you know, people but it just thought, shows you that yeah. there is a difference between self-discipline and balance and living your life, right? Right. Like, it gets to a point where if it's, like, obsessive, you, you need to stop. Yeah. That shows you, like, that person you're idolizing for looking, like, the ideal body type you want or for looking so lean or whatever mm -hmm. could be going through literally the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you congratulating them, like, that's why it's, like, if someone loses weight or gains weight or whatever, like, it's one thing if they're, like, happy. That's why it's hard you shouldn't congratulate them. You should never really talk about their weight. You really shouldn't talk about anyone's weight. That's true, yeah. If you yeah, see, like, you haven't seen your friend in a while and they lost, like, a lot of weight, like, don't really say anything about it. I like, would, you look health, you look happy, like, if they look yeah. happy. Don't be like, oh my gosh, I'm so proud of you, lost weight. Like, what if they literally were starving themselves? Like, and then everyone's congratulating how they lost weight and so they think they can never stop. Like, That's you just sad. never know. Yeah. It's all mental and you will never know. It is all mental. You will literally and never know. And I think gaining weight was one of the best things that could ever happen to me. Yeah. Because I was so afraid afraid of gaining weight. I was so like obsessed over looking so lean because people have been congratulating me like my whole life. Yeah. So how strong I looked and how lean I looked. But I was a kid at the time. So obviously I grew, felt like I needed to like live up to that standard still. But gaining weight, I've, I've just been so much happier. Like keep in mind, you're like 
How tall are you? Like almost five four. Five four. So yeah. you're not very tall. No. You know, like <laughs> if, I feel like if you're a lot taller, it'd, it'd be a lot harder. But because you're shorter, you know, you're smaller. Yeah. Right. And you're still restricting your eating. That kind of has like an impact on like your physical health. Like mm-hmm. you were saying. Yeah. It's like if you're hungry, your body is literally telling you. Your, your body's telling you it's hungry. That is hungry. <laughs> yeah. But so many people struggle with this. It's insane. Yeah. Like it's absolutely insane. I mean, I know a time where. I struggled with dude I was probably the leanest I've ever been I was so freaking skinny and I was restricting myself I was just like so sad when I'd eat junk or I don't know I just couldn't control myself like it's something where it's like when you're comparing yourself to people and when you think that the way you look is the most important thing in the world especially in high school oh my god high school is so toxic like it's super toxic but it's also like a life-changing eye-opening moment Mm -hmm. where you're like like you have to go through it everyone goes through it and how you view yourself is different from how everyone else views you and you always want to keep that standard yeah but high school is the time where you finally recognize who you are as a person you start to like evolve into what you like and what you don't like and how you treat yourself and how you treat others yeah and the hardest part is when someone's going through this it's very hard to help them if they don't see it yeah you know or they think they're doing fine and that they're doing something good for them but in reality they might be doing just or maybe they do know and they just don't want to i don't know they just want to push it down what made you realize this was not what people are telling you right now is right and i'm wrong well it wasn't that i didn't think that you guys were right it was just that like i was in that headspace so like i felt like i had to do it but i I just didn't like when people made comments about it because i already knew it was an issue and i didn't want to talk about it i don't know i don't Mm. know why did you think that it was something bad at all like oh i shouldn't be doing this that's why i don't want to talk about it or do you just not want to talk? You just didn't feel like I just I think you knew deep down it was bad, probably. No, I knew it was bad, but like I had that body dysmorphia and I had that OCD. I felt like I needed to just eat healthy all the time. I was so mm-hmm. obsessive over it. It kind of goes hand in hand with the eating disorder because like I was just so obsessive over it. Yeah. So how did your OCD play a part in this? Well, OCD is obsessive compulsive disorder. So it's when you obsess over something. Like personally, me, it's like obsessing over something where it's like my thoughts go haywire because it obsesses over something but like you for me it's it was like more similar like, but you're obsessing over what food but it was everything is everything like it was it wasn't just food it, it was, was working like, out no like it was like i had to do certain things or something would go wrong like i had to do certain things what, what's an example well, I'm not going to go, like, far deep into that, but, like, and people with OCD understand what I'm saying, but it's really hard to explain because you feel like you're going crazy. I, like, would have to, like, do certain things before I could go to bed. Like, in a certain way, in yeah. exact order, and if And not, it was, like, weird things, so you, like, had to snap a couple times or, like, walk around in a circle a couple yeah. times, and people are just wow. looking at you like you're crazy, and you're like, I know I can't control it. It's, like, taking over my life. I remember, like, I would walk out to, like, check locks like every night and I would have to look up um not at the floor because every time I looked at the floor if I saw a piece of trash I would have to throw it away like every piece of trash that I saw I got so like tired that I, I was just like okay I'm just gonna look up when I walk because I don't want to pick up every single trash and it like takes over your mind and people with OCD understand what I'm saying other people thought well yeah crazy, because if you don't do that yeah. you obsess over it yeah and it, then you think about you it can't you, go think to, you can't you can't go to do bed, anything yeah. else you have to make sure that gets done I knew it was a problem I didn't really know what it was at the time yeah but it definitely goes to with the eating disorder 
and the gymnastics because probably made it worse it wasn't gymnastics obviously i love gymnastics it was just like how i dealt with it yeah and like my experience yeah. but it definitely was not anybody's fault it's definitely my own mental health and like how i dealt with things so i mean you've had this since you were young i feel like when she was young she would do little things like that that were i guess ocd related just things that nobody else saw like in my room definitely like had breakdowns almost like every night because i had to do certain things i just wanted to go to bed so tired but i had to do these things before i could the talk with my dad he was like saying how you know that that's not real that's just all in your mind and just like having someone say that just helped me a lot yeah because i was like at the point where i'm like okay if that happens it happens because i couldn't do it anymore yeah i don't know if that's the right way to think about it no 100 percent. like i remember one time i think it was right before i was going to college and i was breaking down for my dad so it's crying i know he's just like well not all the time but sometimes and he was like okay melanie because i was so scared of the future and he was like let's think about this right now you're sitting on the couch you're with me it's nighttime you're in your house you're safe why are you so worried? Like, look at where you're at right now. Like, you're fine. Mm. You're fine right now. Everything's fine right now. And in the future, it'll be right now, and everything will be fine. But the future is, like, way. it scares yeah. you. And I was just like, I was just like you're right. I'm literally you're fine right, right now. Mm. Why am I making this a whole situation that doesn't have to be? You know, I still struggled. But, like, it opens your eyes. Yeah, and, like, I remember having this talk with one of my church leaders. She likes to, like, get deep depth into, like, your life and stuff. So I did tell about my OCD, and she was like, so do I. Like, I've had OCD. And we, like, could relate to each other. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, like I can relate to someone with this. Like, this mm. is... Like, you're not alone. Like, yeah, like, I'm not alone. Like, there's more people that go through this. And it does get better. Like, yeah, I'm a lot better with the OCD. Obviously, there's still, like, days I struggle, like, that I don't notice. That yeah. other people notice. It definitely doesn't take over my mind. So, if you need someone to tell you that it gets better, it does. It gets better. And for her, like, going through it, like, for years, going through this, like, health mm -hmm. stage, which is... I wouldn't even call it health because it wasn't. But she got out of it yeah she pulled herself like that's strong like mm -hmm. that's crazy that you did that because that's very hard to do on your own mm, yeah obviously if we knew this was like a real problem we would have gotten her help or she, you know but when you're in that like how do you know you want help yeah and especially if she's like oh no i'm fine like just leave me alone yeah you know? like you don't want to push it to you get really her. defensive you don't want you don't want to talk to people about yeah. it yeah yeah because it's like triggering yeah, yeah. <laughs> like again like the best way to help someone is talk to them like my dad did if you have someone in your family that you can talk to definitely do that if you have a close friend um church leader teacher i don't know but if you don't definitely try to get therapy mm -hmm. just like talk to somebody about it keeping it to yourself definitely is not the right thing to do you don't want to hold it all in i'd say talking to someone about it was like the best thing for me because I, I knew i wasn't alone yeah and there's definitely ways to get out of it and i wish somebody would have told me that when i was younger well i'm glad you're out of it now yeah and yeah you know you'll all struggles in your life like everyone does knowing that you gotten out of this like this is huge like and this mm -hmm. will help you with this other will help you be like i can get out of this too right yeah. you know but it is something that you're always gonna have to kind of deal with in mm -hmm. your life and that's totally okay you work at it every single day mm -hmm. and you make yourself better that's why you're such a strong woman that's why we're having you on this podcast because you're, you're a good this role is crazy. model for yeah. those that like have Thank the you. same issue and yeah have, and, like, and i really wanted problems. her on this podcast too because like what i get everyone around me even and I know, Natalie, she, you get this, but, like, they're, like, looking at your body, and they're, like, wow, like, you look really good, mm -hmm. you know? And, first of all, I don't really think people should comment on that, but they do, and people looking at you probably think, dang, like, I want to look like her. Yeah, I'd say most people are, like, wow. And like, they have no clue she went, you went through all this stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And that's why I wanted you on, because, like, yeah. you've went through a lot. And it's crazy because since the eating disorder, obviously I was younger two years ago, grew and stuff, but I've gained, like, almost 30 pounds. And obviously it's fat, but also, like, lots of muscle. I think people, like, because there's this girl at the gym, She's like older. She was like, wow, like you look really good. And I think people like just saying that now that I've gained. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Obviously I'm not as lean because I was unhealthy. Definitely like makes me want to work at it more and like definitely helps a lot. But you're so much happier now. Yeah. You're happier, you're healthier. Mm -hmm. You know, when people compliment you when you are like who you are now. Yeah. You know, like it makes you want to yeah. be better. Yeah. Better and like around. this could be also something that you pursue as a career even. Mm -hmm. This could all be like for a reason, you know, like I mean everything's for a reason in my opinion, but but it's just something that, you know, you know a lot about and you've gone through a lot. You can get through anything. Like, it, it's really inspiring, I think. Mm -hmm. Do you have any advice for anyone who is going through this? If you're in sports and you, like, compare your, especially body image to other people, I'd say that's probably one of the worst things to do because everybody's different. And I know everyone says that, but, like, some people can be eating junk and look thinner than you. And some people can be eating healthy and, like, starving themselves and look bigger than you. So mm -hmm. it's, like... Yeah. And... Both of those, obviously you shouldn't starve yourself, but you should love how you look because you can't control it. Comparing yourself never works. I compared myself my whole life and I was never happy. I guess advice would be like, don't compare yourself. Know that it gets better and talk to someone you know you can trust. Like, sometimes I try talking about this to people who didn't understand. I'm not going to call anyone out, but like, they just didn't understand. Yeah, no. It's so fine. they would make comments about it. Be like, oh, Natalie's not going to eat that. She's too healthy. And it was really triggering, but they didn't know at the time. Mm. But it triggered it a lot because I felt like I had to keep doing it. Yeah. Like, whenever I would eat something bad, they'd be like, they'd make a huge deal about it, especially oh. my grandparents. Yo, yeah. But they, they don't know. Like, I can't blame them. No. And they're like older too, so they're in a whole another generation. Yeah. They, and they blame like my parents too. Oh my god! Like, why aren't you letting? Her they didn't eat understand. Someone? But like, so, I feel like this is a huge learning lesson that like never comment on what someone's eating. No. Or if you want to help them, have a conversation with them. Ask if they're okay. Like, never comment on what someone eats. Never comment on what. Someone never looks negatively. Like. Negatively. Yeah. yeah. I bet like maybe be just... like, hey, I'm making some eggs. Do you want some? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's just gonna push them away further. Yeah. It's crazy. And if you have those negative people around you, try your best to not be around those people or just don't eat around them don't do whatever brings you down because there's some people that like i would can talk about with anything and i could do anything with but then other people i'm like oh i shouldn't say this or i shouldn't do this around them. yeah you know so maybe just like kind of keep a tab on them so what are your current goals we talked about one of them like you wanting to build muscle yeah you know, be a little healthier but yeah i think it's definitely fun to go to the gym every day just because like it gets me out of the house i get to see people like i love everyone going to the gym. knows her at the gym i bet it's like a whole social <laughs> like, experience see you yesterday yeah <laughs> oh, I know. yeah yeah i was oh, gone God. for like two weeks because I, I got sick they were like where, where were you, you died. Died. <laughs> if you definitely are scared to start to go to the gym though i definitely recommend it's so much fun like especially seeing progress and like if you don't like weightlifting obviously cardio like too like, especially since you're going to the gym for like a healthy and like good reason yeah. to like better it's yourself so much more than fun. like i have to go to the gym because yeah. i need to lose weight you yeah know? i hate that mentality that's gonna push you away from right going to the gym. that would make you like not want to go yeah, yeah. At all. Yeah. But I guess my goals are obviously go to college, like um, find what you're passionate about. You have time. Yeah. <laughs> Just I would say my biggest advice for like someone who's going to college is to try everything and anything. Yes. Everything and anything. Don't miss an opportunity to do something, even was, if you don't know if you'll like it or not. Mm -hmm. And if you don't like it, that's amazing because Which, then you know. Plugging yeah. in our last episode, <laughs> we talked about this. Oh yeah. I was actually thinking about track. Yeah. I mean, look. 
You'd be really good at track. I mean, I don't. Okay, here's the thing though. Like sprints, I think you'd be really good at. Like I don't like to run. I don't like to run. But here's the thing. I do like to sprint, but I just don't like long distance. Track and field is awesome. And I feel like I could. I should just try it because yeah, I do want to yeah. do something for my senior year. And track I miss dance. So I miss cheer because it's too yeah, late. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But track is in the. It's in the spring. 100. And yeah. If yeah. You don't end up liking it, then cool. Go to the gym every day like you do. Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I feel like I can meet so many people in track. This you is will also meet a so time. To oh my god, I'm excited. <laughs> she made up her mind. But also, like, it's time to see what college you want to go to. I told her to come down to U of A. I mean, and I take her to oh a frat party. Oh my god. <laughs> she can stay in my apartment. I'm so excited. Katie, you need to come down oh for that god, weekend. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Right? We should that all... would be funny. Oh my god, it would be so much fun. Party it up. <laughs> you can see ASU maybe. And like, oh yeah. ASU is definitely a fun place to go. Especially if you're a senior in high school. Like, it'll really open your eyes to what's out there. Yeah, yeah. I wish I had something like that so I could, like, see what's out there, mm -hmm. but... I guess we'll have to figure it out. Yeah, it'll be fun. <laughs> Thank you, Natalie, for coming on. Of course. Thank you so much. This was fun. I enjoyed this. Yeah, we really appreciate you mm -hmm. telling your story and, like, helping people, and even though you're, like, my sister, I just love <laughs> hearing, like, people's stories about how they got through something very, very hard. How they yeah. struggled and then overcame yes. whatever obstacle. Yeah. yeah. It's so worth it. And oh, it's yeah. inspiring, too. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, like, whoever hears this, they're like, wow, you've come a long way. Yeah. So. But always reach out for help, seriously. Even mm -hmm. because I'm going through something right now, I've reached out to, like, everyone and anyone. You know how they say, like, I'll always be here for you if you need to talk, and then you never, like, reach out? Like, it's okay to reach out mm -hmm. and tell them, like, People are hey, I need you. you right now. Like, yeah. it's okay to be like that. And for me being the one that's always there for people, I needed to be the opposite and I needed to ask people and they were literally there for me. Like they helped me so much. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely insane. And I love all of them. And most people are good people. I, I like to believe they're good people. And if you need help, they'll, they'll try they'll to help be you. there for you. Yeah. Seriously. Mm -hmm. Like don't hesitate. Yeah. Just like us. If you need us, girl, send us or your guy. number. Girl or, or guy, send us your number and we will literally be on a call with you. Yeah. Just if you want to rant. Like literally, we're Anything. there for you. Anything. And we want to be that those yeah. people. I do want to say like I enjoy like spreading my story. Like I enjoy it because I am passionate about things like this. Yeah. Obviously, I've learned a lot with like nutrition and like things like that because I used to be obsessed over it. So it wasn't healthy, but just know it gets better. And like I'm, I'm at a point where I can eat healthily. Like I can eat healthy foods. I can eat sweet foods like pizza things like that and go get coffee get dutch right. that's awesome so much better so i just want to thank you guys because i really enjoyed like sharing of course. my story and i don't know mm. if this is okay with you but if someone's going through this reaching out to you yes of course yeah i'd love to help anyone we'll tag her on an instagram post mm -hmm. tackling college life mm -hmm. i think what's your instagram it's um natalie underscore murphy with two y's yep you can just dm her she'll be happy to talk to you mm -hmm. so if you want to share your story let us know we we'd love to we have, love you, have on you on yes thanks again natalie for coming on on the podcast and we hope you guys uh, enjoyed listening to this episode or at least learned a couple of things and hopefully you know if you need a support system you found something like that or you're gonna reach out to if someone not reach out to don't have anyone talk to me literally <laughs> we need more friends okay no. <laughs> we're here, we for, you. You we're right here now. for you um but yeah we will see you guys soon and we hope you guys have a great day bye bye, bye. Thanks for listening. Follow our Instagram at Tackling the College Life. If you have anything you want us to talk about in the future, feel free to reach out. Check us out every month for a brand new episode on Tackling the College Life.